Welcome to True Grit and Grace, a podcast designed to empower you to claim your resilience and thrive through life's challenges. I am Amberly Lago, a mindset coach, fitness expert, and best-selling author. Each week, I'll dive deep with the world's brightest thought leaders and elite performers to share tangible tools and practical advice to inspire you to keep your eyes on the prize and forge ahead. So get ready to conquer your fears, heal any trauma, lead with your heart, and elevate your life with grit and grace. Hi, and thank you so much for being here. I'm Amberly Lago. I'm excited about our guest today. She's the CEO of the Alpha Project, Jamili Davies, here with us today. She's a former lecturer and researcher turned fitness expert and lifestyle influencer. In fact, she was just voted the top nine influencers to follow by Yahoo Finance and was recognized by USA Today as one of the most powerful women in the world. She lives life to the fullest and sets a new standard on what we mean by strong. Thank you, beautiful, for being here. I'm so excited to get to see you. Thanks for being here. My absolutely pleasure. Thank you for having me. I've been waiting for this forever. (laughs) I know. You know, I remember we actually met on Instagram. So I feel like I've known you forever, although I haven't had the honor of meeting you and hugging you in person yet. But I remember when I was doing a radio show and I was like, you know, I'm going to turn this into a podcast. And I did a post asking, would anybody like to be on the show? And when you said that was months ago and you were like, yeah, I'll be on the show. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm so excited. She said yes. So we finally got our schedules together and so happy to have you here. Can Although I've known you for a while, can you share with us who you are and how you got to be the CEO of your amazing company and all you do? Thank you very much. Um, Just to add to that, we have known each other for a couple of years. I uh, I don't like the word fall away, but we have um, witnessed the growth of both of us for the past couple of years. And uh, there was absolutely no way that I was going to watch you turn into this amazing presenter and having this amazing podcast that I am a fan of. And I was not going to be there. So Thank you for having me. This is my pleasure. Thank you. (laughs) you. Um, Regarding the Alpha Project, the Alpha Project was born from my own necessity um, in the sense that I've always exercised, um, but I've always struggled a little bit with the dependency on gyms or equipment and with my lifestyle where I've, I was always traveling with work. I struggled to find places where I would feel as a woman comfortable going into in different cities, different countries. And sometimes you go to the gym and I would feel slightly awkward about it. And uh, despite being comfortable with who I am, it was just the setting that was kind of making me uncomfortable. And um, so at the time, I just asked my, I would say like about five years ago, I asked my personal trainer to develop a program for me where I could do at home. And, um, and 
I'm a former ballet dancer, so I am really used to move my body without, like I said, depending on machines. Mm -hmm. So that's what I wanted to do. So he did that to me. And very uh, humbly, I start sharing with people and um, I realized that um, my effect as an uh, influencer was much larger in terms of you know, in, in scale than was as in a classroom. Because at the time mm -hmm. I was a lecturer, the four walls of the classroom were very limited. And I realized that outside, people are a lot more interested in how the practical side of things can lead to a healthier lifestyle. So that's when I, I realized that, okay, uh, people start asking me about it. So I was driving them to my then uh, coach. And, um, and then we just had a conversation over a cup of coffee and he says well, maybe why don't we do something together you know uh and i was like okay but then i need to prepare myself first so i went to do some courses and understand what is all about and all the entails so that's how the alpha project was born because i did not want something that was just focusing on the physical side there are plenty of people out there which is great mm -hmm. the more the merrier doing something similar but we pride ourselves for the fact that we look after our members, our friends, because we become friends um, regarding the body, the mind, and the soul. Yeah. Well, you know, you have a special way. I think um, one of the, the things I love most about you is that as successful as you are and with all these, you know, awards and, and credentials and everything that you have, you you are humble and you do you can tell that you have this beautiful heart you have this way of connecting with people um through social media and you make people feel heard seen and loved and i think that's what we need more than ever right now and you have a special way of doing that and we need that more than ever right now. I mean, here in LA, we're still locked down and gyms are closed. And so we've turned our garage into like a little workout studio. And my husband is a total gym rat. He loves the gym. That's where he socializes and works out. That's like what he loves. And, um, when he found out the gym was closed, he was freaking out a bit. I mean, I was too, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. Being, you know, I've been in the health and wellness industry for 26 years now. And he used to, he, my husband used to make fun of all my bands and my bozu and, you know, some of the, the <laughs> things that I used to do for just regular body workouts. And I have ropes that I use and all, and uh -huh. all these things. And in fact, a week before COVID hit, I bought yeah. a new car and I had all this equipment in the back of my truck. And he said, just throw that stuff away. You don't do in-home client. You don't train clients in home anymore. Just get rid of all that stuff. And I was like, no, I'm going to use this. And then COVID hit. And he's been using my bands, been <laughs> using the TRX, working out with me in the garage. But we, we really have had to like come up with things to do for to stay healthy mentally and physically. And I think a true leader is someone who steps up in hard times and you certainly have stepped up. And when COVID hit, you were showing up every day 
and doing, you know, giving free exercises on Instagram lives and stories and, and through, you know, your alpha project. But that is the sign of really a true leader, just you showing up like that. Have you had a lot of people um, since COVID? Has your business boomed? Because I think some businesses have really just, I mean, it's so heartbreaking to know that they've just gone out of business, but, and then some businesses have boomed. Has your business really boomed during this time? Yeah, it is, it is really um, sad, even with, with a broken heart. I, I say that because that's something that I have tried and kept. I, I, like you said, it's, I don't feel like I'm humbled. I just, I'm very realistic and I understand and I appreciate and I'm grateful for the gifts that were given to me, like communicating, passing knowledge, because these were, they, those are gifts and they can be taken away. So I think my duty is to share. Yeah, I don't feel like, I'm going to be nice. No, 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 no. I feel like I need to share. Oh, God's going to take away from me. Okay. So I might as well do my part. So I, I did that because I felt that that was my calling. I felt in my heart. I, I felt that finally the core value of the Alpha Project was to be put at use. Mm-hmm. Um, you ask if it, I have been busier. It is insane. Mm-hmm. And it was very difficult for me because at the time, every single person around me, the extended family, friends, everyone, my family, everyone was worried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Alpha Project was born nearly three years ago and we already had a waiting list prior to the COVID. Mm-hmm. So that was a, a huge shock for me. And I had to kind of think, uh, what can I do to make a difference? Uh, I'm blessed enough to be in a position where I could do that. And, uh, and that's why I did all the free stuff on Instagram. I went to our current clients and said to them, nobody's paying for oh. three months. Nobody's paying because I need you guys. They, they existent ones. Because obviously as a business, we do need to generate the, the, the cash flow for people to pay. But I just thought, I need my existing clients to be okay. So we took a lot of new clients, a lot of new clients, but the existent ones, I said, no, I just want you to survive and be mm-hmm. okay because we've worked so hard over the years, the months to get you at the place that you are. I do not want uh, the COVID to jeopardize that. So yes. Well, can I just say me. something? You are such yeah. a smart businesswoman, <clears throat> businesswoman, because the reason I say that is because <laughs> I did the same thing. Like I was like, I told all of my clients, like, I thought, you know, COVID would just be around for a little while. And I was like, all of you are going to just do half, just half. I'm giving you 50% off because mm-hmm. I wanted mm-hmm. them to stick around or and even train more. And mm-hmm. then it's like, oh my gosh, it's been months now. <laughs> Why didn't I say three months you get half off? I was like, I didn't put a limit to the half off. So I, I've been working more but for less money. So I think there's a lot to be said that you were smart enough to go, okay, for three months, you get this, this for free. I want you to stay around. So you're still being of service, but you're still looking after yourself. That's where sometimes I, I, I mess up. I'm going to admit it right now. I like take care of so many other people and I forget that, Oh, wait a minute. I got to take care of myself, you know, and that's so important. And it's 
you can't look after others if you don't look after yourself. Mm -hmm. And I, I know, um, without being self-absorbed, but I know that I'm right at the center of my family. If I don't function, my son won't function. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I need to be okay for everything else surrounding me, um, to work as well so it was a business decision i did uh, take the risk uh but i still believe in the intention um it's not to go back to your question when people come to the alpha project um there have been several cases when we say um it's not for you and the reason for that is because it like every relationship you need it to match Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the relationship between the coach and the client is incredibly personal. You know, we are therapists, we are, you know, partners, we discuss everything, mm -hmm. everything. So it is incredibly important that you have um, that you have a common ground. So when COVID came, I had to scrap that because it was about people, people surviving, having the need. They just needed something. So I did use my social media to spread to those that, that did not want to come to me, but just want something to do now and again at home. And, uh, and we did acquire um, lots of new, cl new clients, which are still going on because we, we've had the reopening of, you know, going back to normal, then the new normal, then lockdown again. So I don't even know where we stand anymore. So it's just, it, it, it has been a roller coaster, like to every, everyone else, mm -hmm. but definitely worthwhile. Yeah. And for me too, like I, I have some clients that are like, I'm so bored. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my life has been so much busier. I feel like there's so many more distractions and I find it so hard sometimes. I mean, even sitting here, I have notes written on my hand, like send books, <laughs> call Maria, like written on my hand. It's like, it's been insane. And it's sometimes hard to stay on track or to stay, to stay motivated. Um, how do you find it hard sometimes to stay motivated and how do you motivate yourself? Um, I think that's something that we read is I'm glad that you mentioned that because it's something that I try to help not only myself, but those surrounding me and our clients, clients as much as possible. You do not get up every day motivated. That doesn't exist. That's one of the most beautiful, and I know that it's coming from the harsh comments that I get on my posts. I wish I had your motivation. You are so motivated. And I'm like, um, you create. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's part of what we try and teach you step by step. And I apply that with myself. There is not one thing in the Alpha Project that has not been tested and tried by me. Um, not that I am almighty or anything like that but it's just because i'm trying what i try and do is to see i'm a normal woman like every other woman out there so i think like mm, this is not the alpha project style so no thank you okay so, but wow. you know what y'all have to check her out because you don't look normal <laughs> you are so glamorous and every picture that I see on Instagram and video, like it's not just like some picture that's all 
photoshopped or anything. It's not that at all. Cause you post like real pictures, but you're just glamorous. But I think a lot of that is that you have such a beautiful soul and that comes, that really shines through. And it, that's one of the reasons people are so attracted to you is because you can see it's in your heart, that passion that you want to make a difference in people's lives. And it shows in everything you do. But I just had to jump in there and say, you don't, you're not normal. (laughs) I love, I absolutely know that I love your stories. I watch them when you are with the horses and your daughter (laughs) with your head everywhere because it's relatable. And that's what it is, isn't it? Like you saying, how do you motivate yourself? When I'm not, I will get up in the morning. I'll say my story. I'm like, motivation, who is motivation? But Mm -hmm. let's create this. So there are a few little things that we can all do. So I'm going to just drop right here because anyone can try these at home like you get up early the same energy that you have using in your head to say oh, i can't be bothered to do this today you know i'm not gonna do it it's the same one that you go and say right stop talking get your trainers get your let's do it now stop thinking put the music on have you know your water have a lemon shot and do it do it the same amount of time that you spend dwelling into the negative you can just turn and I know it sounds very practical by saying, but once you put in practice, you will know what I mean. Because nobody in this whole entire universe has regretted a workout done. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Nobody has ever said, I wish I never worked. <laughs> you know, yeah. when they finish. Because 10 minutes into it, you're like, oh, the dolphin is kicking in. So uh-huh. you just go and carry on. So how I do it, so I have a big talk. I'm the greatest when it comes to have a chat with myself. I know when I'm being irrational. I know when I'm being just hormonal. I know that I've lost the plot and I just go to Millie, enough now. Trainers on, clothes on. You are at home. You don't even have the excuse to have to glam up. You can wear whatever you want. So just go, do your thing, think about it after. And it's 100% 100% of the time, I feel a lot better afterwards. So I try to put these little steps. Now, there is a routine. Uh, also, people mix with the discipline, which I think is, you know, discipline you acquire, routine you create, and motivation is also something that you need to put in place. And everyone listening out there, just remember, it's the same energy that you use to talk yourself out, is to talk yourself in. Just place it correctly and you'll be fine. Do it. Mm-hmm. Imagine Jamili's voice going, do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I threat my clients. I threat them. All of them. I tell them, you don't do it. I'm going to come harder next week. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is hilarious. Well, you know, you know, I think that there's a lot. I'm not always motivated, but... I have routines and, and those develop a habit and then you get in a habit and you don't even have to think about it. You just wake up and you do it. And so it's kind of like if you wake up in the morning, I don't know if you've ever done this where I can be so in my head with thoughts about the day that I'm like, Oh wow, I just made coffee and breakfast and I don't even remember doing it. I was in such a habit of going through the motion of just making my coffee and my breakfast that I'm like, here it is in front of me. Or kind of like when you're on autopilot and you're driving and you don't even remember the steps and how you got to the place where you are, but because you were so, it's a habit of going 
to that one place and you just drove there without even thinking that, which is kind of scary. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I was on autopilot. I don't even remember how I got here, but I am like that with my daily routines. I wake up and I have a morning routine where, you know, after I make my coffee, I set my intention for the day in my journal. I write down what my intentions are for the day. I write down what I'm grateful for. I put on my workout clothes and sometimes I don't always get straight to the workout, but my clothes are on so I can get a workout if, if it's in between Zoom or, you know, I keep a, a big you know, medicine ball here in my office, a kettlebell in the living room, like whenever I can move my body, I get up and move. And I think, I love that you said you start to feel those endorphins going. And, you know, I think for me, if I can get past the first five or 10 minutes of the hard part of the workout, then it gets easier. And I, I have to have those talks in myself. It's going to get easier. The endorphins are going to kick in and some days are harder than others. But if you can just get in a habit of doing it, then you don't have to have those talks with yourself as much in the morning. It's just habit. You get up and you do it. Mm-hmm. And we change every day. Life changes. Mm-hmm. You know, your body paints, uh, family, if you have children, husband, everything can alter your mood but the way that i see um i'm exactly the same i wouldn't i refuse to go downstairs in my pajamas in the morning the first thing that i do is change into my workout clothes and then like yourself i function a lot better if i can do it first thing in the morning my day is a lot more productive mm-hmm. but it doesn't always work like that sometimes i need to do a lunch time before or after it all varies depending on my diary, but I'll go downstairs and then I'll have my little things. They, they last me 15 minutes, five minutes praying, five minutes meditation, five minutes making my lemon shortening, enjoying making that. And that's when I realized that if I cannot commit to looking after myself with the first thing in the morning, what else can I commit to? Mm-hmm. So the way that I see when I train is a celebration of my health. Is mm-hmm. a celebration that I need to pay my deeds every day because again, like I said, it can be taken away, and you only sadly get the, to value those things when you are, you know, when you lose or when you are on the verge of losing it. I re- I just don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to know when my time is up to get there and say I did my best and I did not contribute to this. Mm -hmm. I just, that's how I feel. I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. It's my time, but I did not contribute to that. You know, Mm -hmm. that's, that's my thing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And you know, there are so many times, you know, I've been at the bottom of the mountain and like, oh, I don't really feel like getting out and climbing that big (laughs) hill today. And then I switched that so fast and I'm like, There were so many years when I was stuck for years in a hospital bed or a wheelchair and I couldn't hike that mountain. And so now, like you, I celebrate. It is such a victory for me to be able to hike because there are still some days when I can't hike because of my pain, my pain so bad, but I do what I can. And I had somebody ask, they're like, I don't understand how, how can you work out? Um, she said, you know, my leg really hurts. I said, mine does too. I said, so 
if it's hurting too bad, then I do all upper body workout or I do workouts standing on one leg or squatting or on my knees. Like I do whatever I can. And I think that that's what you have to do is start where you are, use what you have and do what you can, you know, and, and just, I love that you share that you do lemon shots and I've seen you do that in your story. I've, that's, that's a wake up for sure. And I think that that's such a good detox for your system. Are there certain things that you do every day for your, for like the lemon shots? I mean, I know you, you, it's easy to look at you and tell that you take care of your body, but there are there things that you swear by that you have to have included in your diet? Um, to feel better? No, when it, when it comes to food, I have a very good relationship with food. I'm a fantastic eater. I eat anything. <laughs> anything that is out there, I eat. I, I believe in balance. I personally, unless you have been, um, unless you are an athlete or you have a condition, a health condition, then I think you should definitely listen to your doctor and your nutritionist. But I believe in balance. I like my lemon shot just as I enjoy a glass of wine. I will have pizza not all the time because I don't like it, junk food. I love real food. I'm mm -hmm. not into biscuits and into sweets. I'm really into real food. So I appreciate that might be an advantage in my case. But one thing that I do is definitely the shot and I never, ever skip breakfast. That's my rule. Yeah, breaking the fast. I'm the kind of person that wake up in the morning like breakfast, like a minion, ready for it. And I believe that that also gives me the energy because you, 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 know, you need the energy to, you, to feed your, that's what food is. Food is friends, food is to feed your body. Yeah, we try to twist, it's a social event, it's, it's a celebration of everything is to feed your body. So the moment that mm -hmm. you do that correctly and you get the energy and you, you optimize your time and you function better. So the, the only thing that I do regarding food that I cannot live without is my, definitely my shots. I've been taking for four or five years now and I swear by it. Um, obviously you've got the magical side of it, of the combination, the things that I use and doctors can explain nutritionists as well. But for me, is that first contact with uh, something that I'm going to put inside my body that is for myself. I just love that, that I am doing that for me. Mm -hmm. Nobody else. It's mm -hmm. not just me, me, mommy. It's not, you know, it's for me. It's my mm -hmm. relationship with you and you are mine, lemon, you are mine, ginger. And I'm going to, you know, I love that. And I, and I, yeah, so that's mainly what I do, but definitely breakfast. I never skip. Well, I love that. And it's, that's really a form of self care and self love is that you do that for yourself and mm -hmm. you teach your son to do the same thing. And I love that you say that, you know, food is your friend. And for me, I teach my kids that food is it's fuel. It's your friend, but it is fuel. And mm -hmm. I think when you have a good relationship with with food and I, we have every kind of food at our house too. You know, I've got, we've got the junk food that I allow my daughter to have in mm. moderation. We've got the candy and you know what I can see and I'm not the perfect mom by any means, but um, 
Um, I grew up around dancers and a lot of dancers had a horrible relationship with, with food. And there were, I saw a lot of um, eating disorders I was around. And, and so I was very aware of that. And I wanted to make sure that my daughters had a good relationship with food and that um, me being in the fitness industry, I wanted to make sure that I didn't overdo like you have to be healthy and you have to do this and that. So I've had a, a mixture of things. And what I can see is that when you allow your kids to make choices, um, they don't feel like, you know, I, I've seen other kids that have come over her friends and they start hoarding candy or, or our candy, or they come over like, Oh my gosh, all the candy. And my daughter can take it or leave it because she knows she has a choice and I trust her to make a good choice. Now that's not always the case. Like last night she started eating fudge before dinner and I'm like, Whoa, no. you need to eat something healthy first. But yeah. she now eats when she's hungry. She doesn't, you know, eat out of just to eat or boredom or whatever it may be. And I think it's important. I think the more in tune you are with your body, the more that you're aware of what foods work for your body. You know, and I, I can eat something and I know immediately, does it make me feel good? Does it make me feel bloated? Does it give me energy? Does it make me sluggish? And I think it's really important to listen to your body when you're doing those, you know, when you're eating. So I love that you have, um, that is a form of self-care and such a healthy relationship with food. What are some of the things that you have been doing for self-care during COVID? I have definitely, um, neglected self-care during COVID as a result of being incredibly busy with work. Mm -hmm. I ended up uh, thinking it's my time to give. I need to give. It's about giving. And it's about giving. I've we were right in isolation. There with you. Right there with you. And that's why I look like this today. Cause yeah, because <laughs> no self-care, it's been, it's been tough, but it's just like, go, 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 go. Like every day, seven days a week. It's a good job that you are focusing on upper body, okay? Because my toenails, they haven't been painted for like six months. I'm not even joking, okay? It's like oh, toenails. Right there, yeah. I, only, I only remember when I need to lie in the sun and I'm, ouch, and I look at them. But like, um, I have neglected myself um, a lot and I was very aware and I thought that I was okay about it. I was like, no, I made this for a short period of time. You know, you are in control because we think we know it all, don't we? We think like, no, we can't do it. It's just for a short period of time. And then suddenly you start yelling at the dog and uh -huh. you're like, okay. Um, and I think that's something that as I've evolved, not just getting old, but also evolved, I realized the, the signals and I'm, I'm really good at, uh, like I said, have the people talk. So I'm like, hmm, what are you doing, girl? What are you doing? So I just had to step back and um, I have put down on my diary me time. Mm. Yeah, so I do every single day. I have me time, whether it's half an hour, an hour, 10, five minutes, it doesn't matter. I have me time scheduled that. It has been days where I am so inspired and I'm in the middle of something amazing that I am doing. And I'm like, I can carry on doing. I don't want to me time. I'm having me time because I'm so happy. And I actually had to force myself to stop having me time. And afterwards, I was like, oh, that was so... Because usually throughout the end of the day, I'm like, I'll pick up. I'll get back to that tomorrow. And I'm fine again. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just about feeling out on pot before we can give it away. So the things that I try and do uh, regarding myself, definitely being surrounded by nature. Um, mm-hmm. This is something that I, if one thing that I miss a lot in terms of COVID is, is obviously the freedom to go anywhere that we want and to, to travel with something that I, I love about, you know, all of us whenever we can. Um, but I have been more and more in touch with nature, whether it's just standing on the top of the garden and just looking at the sun and lying down. Um, today, I found myself recording a tiny little mice for half an hour. What? Yes, she was this big. Because I've got a forest. I live in the middle of Narnia, okay? So I saw the mice, and I was lying down the sun, and then I just heard something, and then I looked, she was this big. And because it's countryside, you do have mice. Yeah, was not, yeah. Right, so she was this big. And I was like, so I grabbed my phone really slowly, and I was just following her. I caught her eating green stuff. I was just like, I'm, I'm in love with her. I was like, I want to. And then I was showing my son when he got home because he went to train it for a bit. So I love, I love like to be surrounded by nature is when I empty my mind. And I believe that, that this is something that we can, if we can know, step back. I appreciate some people living in the, in the city. Um, that's impossible. You know, they, they could not even leave the apartment and looking oh, outside yeah. the window. You know, so we are very blessed to have this possibility. But if whenever I can, I try and take my shoes off, barefoot, and surround myself with nature. That's where you always, always going to find me. I love that. Yeah, there, you know, I think it's really important. Um, a lot of it's called grounding when you can go outside and and walk barefoot in the grass it's very healing and nature's very healing and sunshine and there was a day last week where i had just been on zoom sessions nonstop in my office and i thought i looked pale i looked i had a headache i just it, i was a mess and i was like i need to go outside lie in the grass and just soak up some sun for like 20 minutes. And if you think about it, you know, that sunshine, you know, for a while, everybody's like, stay out of the sun, stay out of the sun, cancer, cancer. But we need sun, a little bit of it. We need that vitamin D. Um, And I also think it's not just what it does for our body. I think it's what it does for our spirit, what it does for us mentally, just to unplug. And I can't tell you how many times I've been going through the day and my phone's dead. And I'm like, oh, I got to charge this back up. I got to get, you know, my phone's done. I got to charge it back up. Some days it's gone through the battery twice and it's a new phone. And I thought I take time to charge my phone but then I keep pushing myself. That's not right. Like one of the hardest lessons I've had to learn is to rest, to stop and just allow my body to recover my mind to just rest. And I know, you know, I just push, 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 go, go, go until Mm -hmm. sometimes I can't think straight or Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm starting to yell and I'm not a yeller. And I'm like, Ooh, my, I have no patience. What? I need to check myself. Like, why am I so grumpy? And so I think it's so important. And I'm a, you know, I'm going, 
out for a hike today. I love being in nature. It just, it does, it refuels and recharges you. And so, yeah, anybody listening, I always say that in my stories too. You know, I always post, did you get out in nature today? Get out, get some sun, move your body. I really believe in those things. Um, and you know, one of the questions I wanted to ask you is it's hard being, uh, you know, especially being you're a top influencer and been named top influencer it's a lot of work to to post every day and to do all that i want to know what would you suggest to people who strive to be influencers one thing that they could do to start to be more known as an influencer um i know it sounds a bit cliche and i have been asked this previously um a few times um but you need to know where is your talent. I don't have a talent. You do. You just need to find out what it is. We don't have talents. Okay. And if you can find wh which one you are good at, which one you have pleasure doing, what you love to do it, then go for it. And in the name of your happiness don't get distracted by others i remember fully well when i first started um especially coming from a, an academic background that's not normal researchers and academics are quite boring yeah yeah we are meant to be boring um have the glasses and just pay attention in the books and i never you know fit in now because I was just like, I am delivering the lecture, but I'm doing this my style. So I've always thought, I was always worried about what my colleagues and what my students or family or friends, in the beginning it was quite hard because they would, they would kind of label you with things that didn't not have a clue. Why? Because they didn't know what I was receiving as a result. Mm -hmm. When I started becoming true to myself and talking the way that I like using my Latina hands, you know, making jokes in the middle of something that was serious, explaining things, you know, in the easier way, instead of using just the academic and scientific terms, I realized that it became more real and people and became more relatable. Mm -hmm. So uh, if for somebody that's not their style, then don't do it. Just follow who you are. You, we are all unique. We were made so especially to be ourselves. Why just go and try and change that? Appreciate when you're growing up, when you were a teenager, young adult, you're trying to find who you are. So you, you go here and then, and, and then you discover who, what is your calling. So as an influencer, that's exactly what it should be. If you're starting now, just go and try different fields of passions that you have, whatever that is. Trust me, even if your specialization in is cleaning ladders, there will be an audience for you. There always be an audience for you. You just need to go and be true to yourself and show that. Don't try mm -hmm. to pretend and be someone that you're not. You mentioned in the beginning of our conversation, I like the conversation, the interview, that um, you know that that I I I show what it is that I do my videos that I do the pictures. I refuse to to do Photoshop. I've never done Photoshop. I do editing, not me. I'm not even good with that, but the photographers usually edit or whatever with the light or stuff. But mm -hmm. I refuse to do Photoshop because my worst nightmare is to go in my local restaurant 
and people that actually know me look at me and say, that's not you. Mm-hmm. That is an, you know, that's so in, in what I say on my social media, I talk to people on my Instagram as if they were my friends. Um, I just like very much this world follower. I don't have followers. I have Insta friends, you mm-hmm. know, I don't have followers. Uh, so it's just, I, I, I just feel like it is really important as an influencer to, um, to understand what it is and to influence people. What is it that you want to be known as? What is it that you want to pass on? What is your intention? Regardless of what it is, if it is good, go for it. If it mm. is good, just go for it. And just met, get mentors, get, uh, surround yourself with people that are, you know, the same style, you don't need to copy, but people that will be able to help you. You are a fantastic example of that. And sometimes that you speak and you're saying things and I'm like, oh, that's what I want to say and I'm the dinner. You know, you just explain it. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Ah, you know, and I'm like, because that's how we should be. You know, you have the opportunity with social media to be surrounding yourself with people that will be adding value to you. So don't try and be associated or be known as someone that you're not. That's my biggest tip when it comes to becoming an influencer or influencing others. Mm-hmm. I agree to, you know, it's just staying true to yourself really knowing what your purpose is and knowing what your why is and just being you, your authentic self. And it's funny, you said you don't want to go to your local store and and have somebody go, oh, is that you? I remember when the gyms were still open right before COVID, I went to the gym and I ran into someone who recognized me and she goes, oh, it's you. She goes, your well, your skin look you look just like your your picture and your stories. And I was like, Well, good. She thought that I was like, I was like, what, what were you expecting? You know, but I guess yeah. but it is true. I have met people that when you meet them in person, it's like I, I've done an interview before where when I met them <laughs> on camera, I was like, Oh, and I don't want to be, I want to, no. and look, I, I love funny filters. I just came out with a brand new filter. You've for, got a filter? I have a filter for complex regional pain syndrome awareness. And so it's just a filter and it has like a little, cause I think that their affirmations are very powerful very and good. especially when you're battling difficult times and living with chronic pain. So they're affirmations that say, I am strong, I am resilient, I am a warrior, and I got this. And it's got the little logo of the ribbon for complex regional pain syndrome. So it's like I wanted to do something, give back in some way to my fellow warriors that when we're having a bad day, we can put a filter on and have that above our head saying, I am strong, I am resilient. Um, Any little bit helps. So those kind of filters are fun. I also have a cowboy hat filter, which is pretty crazy. I don't know if you've seen it. Hi, hi. You have. It's like, it's when you're having a a bad hair day, you can have a cowboy hat, but it says true grit and grace. Yeah. Why not? Got to have some fun. Download it now. (laughs) So, so those kind of filters are fun. Those are fun. So I think I just have a few more questions for you. Thank you so much for your time. So anybody that's having a hard time and they, and you know, you are the fitness expert 
they don't know where to start. They don't know how to start moving their body. What would you suggest for them to do? Um, it's like um, when you go first to school and you don't know to read and you don't know to add and you don't know uh, at home when you were growing up, you don't know how to walk. You always have someone that will give you a hand and help you with that in the form of your mother, in the form of your teacher at school. The same works when it comes to exercising. I think we needed to stop with the myth that um, we are fine as we are, that we can do ourselves everything. We can't, and it's okay. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. It might get to a point where you will be. But if you've never done before, it's incredibly important that you have someone with you that can help you along the way. And I, I speak like from the bottom of my heart because I'm not saying that I am the best. I'm not saying that it should be me because we are not for everyone. But just find someone that will speak directly to you and will be able to guide you during your journey because it is a journey it's not a marathon the relationship that you have with your health so you want to start changing your lifestyle if there is something that this covid has brought to us all is a reevaluation that we need to do something if you're doing before you have up your game because you know that you need to do more and if you've never done anything it's time to start right now so i would definitely say pick someone speak to somebody uh, feel of them before you can choose a coach uh, in the olden days a coach used to be associated with a lot of money you need to be with you all the time nowadays it's not the case everything can be done via an app the coach can be available online mm -hmm. so just look for it and don't give up on your health don't think that it's too complicated because complicated is to mitigate an issue that you can avoid if you can avoid, just to start now and ask for help. You know, ask for help. I personally, I always check my DMs. I answer questions as much as I can. Luckily, I've got a lovely team that really do that with the purpose of helping. So just try and find someone that will be able to take the to help you taking the first step. But take it, take whatever that is. Just take the first step. Stop wondering, thinking about it. When now take the first step because the time is now. That's my, my take. I love that. You know, I think it is so important. I just had a call last week and somebody <laughs> was like, well, you know, I'm starting this new business and you know, I don't know, do you think I need a coach? And I pretty much said exactly what you said. I mean, I've had a mentor, a coach or a coach for anything I've ever done in life. When right. When I was a dancer, I had a dance instructor. When I ran track, I had a coach. When I became a dance teacher, you know, I, I, I went through a trainer, you know, a mentoring program. Same thing for fitness trainer. Same thing for writing a book. You know, I had an editor. I went and took a class on how to write a book. I mean, it doesn't just come when you don't know. Like, I am always humble enough to know to ask for help, no matter what it is. If, you know, when I wanted to do a podcast, I called my friend, Erica Lippi, who has a podcast. And I was like, I don't know where to start. Do you, you know, can you give me some tips on what microphone I need to use on, you know, 
And so, and I'm always there. I want to help other people as much as I can, whether they're going to write a book or if it's for the health, but just start, take that first step. I couldn't agree more. And, and I always say, if you want to get there um, with the right guidance, and if you want to get there a little faster, definitely hire a coach because you won't make all the same mistakes that, that like for me, I don't want people to make the same mistakes that I did. Absolutely. It's like, no, don't do it this way. Do this. That doesn't work. I tried it. it you know, <laughs> we humans, we have this issue with our egos and then we think that asking for help is, uh, you know, accepting defeat and it's totally the opposite. Asking for help is a huge sign that you are prepared to evolve, that you want to get better, you know, and you, you never know what you might find just because you decide you, you are not doing DIY. You don't need to DIY everything in life. You don't. You know, if you can get the help, the advice and the support from someone who is an expert in a field that you are interested why not? Mm -hmm. You would do you like we gave you an example, but the same like when you decide to learn how to drive, you had someone to teach you. Mm -hmm. When you decided to, you know, to you ask an accountant to deal with your your accounts. So why this is becomes suddenly so difficult when it comes to self-care to exercise when it shouldn't be. People I see the amount we have like from clients that never exercised before as to athletes you know, footballers, we have all sorts of client members uh, in our program. And there are several people that are coming, especially now during the COVID, because they, they have developed an, an injury mm -hmm. because they did not do a simple thing uh, during the run, the every morning run. They've never had anyone to tell them what shoes to wear and what to do and the pace, and they've developed an injury. So it's, it's, it's much bigger than what we think. It always starts with, asking for help, mm -hmm. you know, and it's your health is an investment because, you know, yeah, there are several, you know, exercises and everything available on YouTube, on Instagram. But one thing that we also pride ourselves is the fact that every member have their own program. You, your program, not going to be the same as mine because we are different. Mm -hmm. We want different things and therefore we should be treated differently, which is very good when it comes to training, there's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that. So. Yeah, I love that. What is your definition of resilience? Oh, um, I think it is the ability to tell yourself that there is a difference between keep going and keep going, 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 gone. I think sometimes resilience uh, can get mixed up with someone that is just um, stubborn, someone that is just strong, when it's nothing to do with that. Being resilient is having that knowledge that unless it ends well, it's not the end. Mm -hmm. Even if the, when it ends, is not what you expected and it's not as positive as you wanted to, later on, you will see that was for a greater good. Mm -hmm. So for me, being resilient is that ability, ability to just keep going with the knowledge that the best is yet, is yet to come. 
Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. Oh, well, thank you so much for being here. I want to make sure people can find you, especially if they're like, I'm ready, I'm motivated, or I need motivation. I need to find her and work out with her now. Where Or just y'all check her out on Instagram because you're not just beautiful to look at. Your stories are hilarious. You throw in some comedy in there. So it's always entertaining, but tell people where they can find you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my Instagram and my Facebook, I'm very active on Instagram is at Jamili Davis. I also have a TikTok that I show this crazy side of myself. I have to find you on TikTok. I'm on TikTok, but hardly ever. But it might be shut down here in the United States on Sunday. We'll see. That's why I haven't been on it very much. Okay. Is it just your name on TikTok? At Jamili Davis. Everything is Jamili Davis. The Instagram is my main channel but the tiktok is jamili davis as well there you've got the link to our website jamili.online www.jamili.online and uh, drop me a message an email a dm we always reply always without a doubt because i don't i don't believe in putting things out there and leaving others without an answer so um just get in touch and we will certainly try our best to help Well, thank you for taking the time to be here and um, share your wisdom and some inspiration as well. And I just appreciate you and hope I get to see you in person and give you a big hug soon. I am sure that will happen. Thank you so very much for having me. You are even more beautiful to talk to like this um, than you are on your Instagram. And I also cannot wait for our finally personal hug and that will happen I know it's gonna will. happen it's gonna be Whether a celebration you will. <laughs> <laughs> thank you thanks so much for joining us this week on true grit and grace podcast if you like it please rate it or share it with your friends that would help too if you're not yet on the newsletter list come over to AmberlyLago.com and jump on it. While you're there, you can grab a free downloadable gratitude journal and you might just want to check out my book or even check out my monthly motivational membership. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next week.